Hello and welcome to uh, another edition of On The Road with MTD CNC. This is the podcast that's uh, filmed and broadcast every Friday evening at six o'clock where we talk about uh, what we've been up to uh, this week and uh, anything that's uh, broken in the news and also what we're going to be doing or covering in the uh, days and weeks to come. Um, today I'm joined by uh, Colin Griffiths and Lindsay hey. Vickers. Hey. How are you, pair? Let's start with Colin. You all right? Yeah, all good. Ladies first. Uh, well, that well, is if we're going to start like this, Lindsay, you've just opened a massive... Actually, you've just got the fridge door. <laughs> Open a massive can of worms, my friend. <laughs> Why do you keep worms in the fridge? Where else are you going to keep them caught? <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Colin? Oh, are you all right? Yeah, shall we mention football or move on swiftly? Uh, well, I'm going to come back to that. I am going to mention it. Oh, but yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, so Because I've got a little story about that. Okay, yeah, we'll come back. Lindsay, okay? Yeah, all Another good. week closer to uh, the... Yeah. The 28, what? no, 27 What's days going I'm on? counting. 27 days to What's go. happening in 27 days? I don't know. I'm really hoping it's not going to take 27 days. Just <laughs> the next week or so will be a great. Baby. Um, Colin, t- <laughs> I tell me about are, Otherwise, I'm really embarrassed. Tell yeah. me about the football. I mean, we, yeah, where did you watch it? And, and, and what did you do to, to um, recover on the day after? Well, <laughs> yeah. that's, that, that, that was my little story, if I can get the words out. We watched it at my brother's house. We had the garage doors open, the TV. It was, well, it was great until we lost, obviously. Um, Getting home was carnage. The streets were, it was like rush hour, wasn't it? Yeah. Because, well, well, I was in the garden. I was on the bike, so I was all right, so not a problem. But I made a schoolboy error. Could guess who arranged filming on the Monday? You did. Correct, yeah. Yeah. And obviously the guy had to film, poor guy, I think he'd, He'd had a few beers, shall we say. Well, it was such a shame, wasn't it? What, what about um, you, Lindsay? Did you watch it? I watched a little bit of it in and out. I was a bit nervous, to be honest. So yeah. I just well, you don't, you don't want to be... Well, rising your blood pressure, do you? Uh, um, that's fine. I'm happy with that. But yeah, I was. It was intermittent, but it was a great game. It was a really, really good game. I, I'm, I'm said well, Forsyth. Yeah, well, it's funny <laughs> you say game, you were out actually because British Rail did ring us actually on the Monday and they said oh, no. one of our employees was on the train uh, making a right racket, oh, stuffing no. cow zone, and it wasn't uh, appropriate. So, uh, but it wasn't until I explored this in a little bit more detail, they said that Mrs. Calzone, or Mrs. Zone, I should say, had a habit of doing this inappropriate behaviour. <laughs> what, what? Sorry. Oh, you get God. A... I love Paul's joke because he's the only one no, who's uh, yeah, What is that? It's stuff... <laughs> inappropriate behaviour on a train. It's stuffing Calzone. <laughs> Mrs. Zone. Uh, she's stuffing cow yeah, does anyone yeah, else get it I'm no. sh- yeah I'm sure um, if uh, anybody Joe's else used this as an excuse to eat tons and drink tons um, so no change him. no change he's got his gout back uh, <laughs> and uh, I think Mark enjoyed it Gio of course absolutely loved it loved it I yeah. took it in my stride um, so yeah it was uh, it was not a very enjoyable evening <laughs> Gio is a very likeable chap but not at the moment right. no he's alright he's okay he's quite contrite yeah. contrite what does that mean <laughs> You can take tablets for that. <laughs> now, if I see him, I'm gonna I'm gonna pat him on the head. Did you get the joke? No. Nobody. No. Couldn't anybody who's listening? Can they comment wherever they can comment and say I got that joke? Because if you do, can you please get in contact with me and Lindsay? Because no one's gonna comment. <laughs> uh, Don't give it away, Paul. Um, okay. So anyway, well, I just spent hours preparing that joke. I just I, I just tripped up at the last minute. Anyway. Um, so we've had a we've had a great week. So Monday was obviously a bit of a write-off, but talking about oh, jokes. No, I no went, actually, I went, can I just say, no. it wasn't a write-off because you were meant to go up to County Durham and down to the South Coast and then both of those jobs got cancelled. Yeah, Why'd yeah, they get cancelled? 
Well, it was be- it was because we thought Boris was going to call a bank holiday. We were told that he was going to call a bank holiday. Some, so some of us didn't cancel. And um, Mark was coming up from Kent, and we'd got this plan to go up to um, Blue Diamond Engineering. And of course, everyone was like, "Do you know what? Let's just enjoy the game." So we postponed it until the twentieth. So. Um, so I had a party in the garden, had lots of flags on the fence. Um, a couple of the guys from the office came round and we had a really good time. How was so. Calzone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mrs. Zone, sorry. Did she come round and stuff you? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know, I honestly don't know. <laughs> uh, if you, you can rewind this podcast. Oh, please God. The joke please again. Don't. Delete it. I, I, no, Monday then, I was working. I went down to see... Our good friends at Dugard in Hove, very nice, lovely train journey down. And guess what I found out? What did you find out? That they were working. Right. Oh, we found out about the Hanwha sliders. So, you know, newish to the market, only four years in the UK. One of the biggest sliding head companies in the world, did you know? Do you know how many they made last year? How many? Well, I'm asking yes. you the question. Okay. 2,000. 10,000. 2,600. Really? Okay. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so where's the, where's, the, where's the biggest market for them? Uh, not in the UK, unfortunately, but they're trying to change it. It was, um, I'm trying to think what Mark said, not Mark, it was Colin, Colin, Colin T, because I'm Colin yeah. G. Um, Colin Thompson. Yeah, Colin Thompson. Were Where you, was it? Were you drunk? Yeah, was he German? No. I, Ger- Germany, they do, they, no. they do do well in... in I, think uh, it, I think he said Europe. I can't remember, yeah. to be honest. There's so much information that was coming at me, because we were talking all sorts, because part of that was a Slider Swarf special. SS, is that an alliteration? Can I say that? Yeah, no, it's I a, can say it, I don't know what it means. It's an acronym. Slider Swarf Special. No, it's not your dipstick, it's an alliteration. Anyway, moving on swiftly. So, but we're talking about Sliding Head from Hanwha. They are. They great talk machines. a lot about the power, don't they? they talk 23 about kilowatts, main mm-hmm. and sub spindle. Now, 23 yeah. kilowatts, that. I mean, you, you, you wouldn't even I get that if on you a big. Were ta- if, you were ta- if you were trying to tackle. What does power give you? Well, power gives you the ability to, to hit parts harder, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Remove more material. Absolutely. So I think that's the areas of, 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 of interest which they, they promote heavily about those machines. Um, did you see much of the other kit? Did they have, uh, their kit mirrors out down there while you were there? Did you they see did. I, I must be honest with you, it didn't construct. I was, my head was purely SSS yes. sliders. Yeah. There you go. But like I say, super powerful, great uh, options in terms of controls. Your Fanuc and, let me get this right, your Siemens. So there's a lot of there's options there which you know people they like the fanuc or they yeah that's quite interesting is it how many sliders and I know we've got the the Swarf um, slider special coming up but how and many sliders do do have uh, operate with Siemens controls you don't see many do you don't see many no. main, mainly seems to be uh, fanuc controls fanuc Mitsubishi yeah yeah that's mainly it so yeah maybe people out there can say we, we're using interesting I wonder if anyone's not bought a slider because they yeah. like the Siemens control but they've Absolutely. just gone away from it because. They couldn't find a Siemens machine, but now they yeah, probably but, um, could. When I saw you recently, you said there's not a lot of what machines that aren't Heinhein? You don't find very horizontal many horizontal machine centres. You don't, yeah. You, I, I've never seen one horizontal machining centre with a Heidenheim control. A and if I'd be stand, stood correct, I will be stood corrected or stand, stand corrected. You'll stand corrected. Can actually yeah. find this one because I've never even seen it as an option. I've always just seen the the um, uh, controls being either Fanuc or Siemens. Um, they've also got. I'm going to cover off this very quickly. Huge range in terms of bar diameter. So starting three mil. So obviously some tiny, talking your intricate parts here medical your watchmaking up to 45 mil now for a slider 45 mil that's a lot of bar going in there yeah so it's, really, it's then really then you're starting to get into the fixed, fixed head. head market aren't you yeah. so it's it's a yeah. it, it's okay. good we, we're actually got to go uh, i know there's a machine gone into Daylor, which um joe was at actually on tuesday this week we'll talk yeah. about them in a minute um there's a machine gone in there which we're going to see in september it's just being installed at the moment so i know colin's 
um, having some success. CT, that is, Colin Thompson, not Colin, Colin Griffiths. Yeah, not, yeah. Not yet well, CT. I'm having success, but different areas. But then very quickly, they did a, a test run on machining. Two microns this machine held for eight hours. Came away and wow. they, they were like absolutely amazed by it. And f- last but not least, I've forgotten what that was. There you go. How's that for helpful? So it's but really good. That's super accurate. Yeah. That's the best bit super you've accurate, powerful. And I think with these days, people still aren't convinced. They're not sure about sliders because they think big batch runs, big batch runs, big batch runs. Not I keep case, saying it. it. Not the case. Get your get your application. Throw it. Put it into them and they'll come up with a solution for you. Well, you only have to look at the success that companies like, I mean, I can only speak for Star because they're the ones I I speak to most, but the success they're having this year and previous years, not just down to the market changing, it's down to the technology changing and the mindset, isn't it, being able to to adapt it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we are doing. We're going to push it. The SSS, the alliteration, Swarf Slider. Can't even remember the name. I know. It's an anacronym. It's not an, ana- an it's SSS an because all the acronym words start... or an anacronym. An anacronym. No, an anacronym. <laughs> anyway, um, move it, can we move on? Yeah, yes, no, please. Mr. So Z- Mr. Z- we Z- also have uh, our good friend Mike Harris uh, in the <laughs> studio, and I'm sure he what would have he joke? would have appreciated my joke that I've just told, and he'll probably use that. Mike, if you're listening, um, I'm sure you got it. Could you sure do it in a James Bond-style voice, please? Yeah. Uh, did you know that, that Gio and Mike were actually doing some how-to videos on uh, the Bison products, how to fit and clock up a power chuck, how to thread a draw nut, how to change over quick jaws on manual and power chucks. So very much back-to-basics stuff, and those videos will be on the channel soon. Um, you say, sorry, sorry, you say back-to-basics, some people don't know that, and I think videos like that are absolute. Yeah. They are. Really it's are. educational. I mean, you, you look at the uh, a lot of our audience are people that that you know haven't worked in a machine shop. So these are things that we, we try and get across. And, and well, I'm going to mention sliders again. The classic, and you you referenced it earlier, Lindsay, was when you asked Paul about four years ago. What's the difference between guide bush and non guide bush? And Paul goes, "Well, it's like it's like it's I don't know." Paul, that was you said that, Lindsay. That sounded like Paul exactly. But that's and that's not. Undermining what you, your your te- your knowledge port, far from it, yeah. but little things like that it, people it's true. don't know. They we don't. assume they do, and they don't. And what I also found out as well by doing a bit of research on Bison is that they've actually got twenty thousand products in their portfolio, and it's not just the things I mentioned that Gio and Mike were covering there, but they also do things like VDI tool holders. You're not going to list them all, are you? Indexing fixtures, bench vices. So uh, a business that's got um, a lot to offer. I want to now just touch on the the day law. We mentioned about them having a hamwar, but also. Uh, Mazak have recently installed uh, a machine there. Now, this is a, a, a question for you both. Um, turning a Mazak into a machine that is running 24-7, how much do you think that's cost, Daylor, to get it so it's running 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Because that's the crux of this We don't story. normally do, pr- you know, when we're putting stuff on the website and things like that, we don't normally mention price. No, but so how, how much do you think so, it's cost them to turn uh, a, a turning centre into a machine that is now running 24-7? Well, what, what, what do you have to... What do you well, imagine a robot or a cobot. What, what's, what's the... I, if I tell you what it is that they've used, it would okay. obviously... But, but how so much do you right, think? Right. So you I would think like a, a robot loading pallet system or something like that. Yeah, so they'd have to invest in one of those, mm. which... What is it like? Thirty, forty, fifty thousand? Uh, is that is that too? No, for the whole the whole the whole system. Yeah, to, to, I'm going to go two hundred grand. Okay, so oh, so I'm the so Lindsay, no, no, Lindsay, have another go because you were just thinking of the one, not the one. Well, no, part, she, not the she whole. doesn't need to because it's twenty five thousand pounds. What? Yeah, it's cost them twenty five thousand pounds to automate. 
mm. automate a machine to be running 24 so you 7. didn't word your question very well there so if you look the whole machine and everything no so the machine they would already purchased and then they wanted to turn it from what would be a let's call it a one shift machine into yeah. a 24 7 production cell and that has cost them in fact it's less than 25,000 pounds so this just goes to show when what you have they when, done what have they used um it, it, it's a, either a robot or a cobot i'm assuming it's oh. probably a cobot um looking at the, the cost of that but when you think about how much a machine makes in one shift compared to how much it can make in 24 hours a day seven yeah. days a week wow, yeah. imagine how fast that return on investment well, is you often um whenever we talk about robots cobots and everything like that you always think okay well you've got your operator what are they on a year when are you going to get that return in the investment from not having an opera i know it's all um there we go um, oh, just just it's, it's a i think my microphone audio, but fall. we had to move lindy's microphone yeah sorry um it was drooping um, you just think, what are they saving with not having that operator if they can run lights out as well? So They've that's still got the operator. People aren't losing their jobs. But no. it means that instead of one shift, the operator can set it so it's running three, essentially three shifts. Yeah. Now, Daylor are the biggest producer or one of the largest producers of PTFE um, products here in the UK. What is PTFE? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. and I, I, Do you know what? I'm not even going to attempt to, to, to say it because it's polythesterferine. A sort of plasticky-based like product. Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, and there's, there's obviously lots of, uh, lots of types of that. So but I'm they, thinking you've got your peaks, your acetals, exactly, your PTFE. Ex exactly, okay. exactly. That's yeah. what um, that Fleming's polymers, they, they make some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, this this particular company export now to thirty five countries oh, wow. um, around the world. Their product, really big manufacturer. So I talk about Mazak, but of course um, we we mentioned Dugard's in there as well. So both companies had uh, real success in there. Joe was there. He actually did say that it, it was a five hour, five hundred mile journey there and back, and he had four Starbucks and one McDonald's. Yep, and then the rest of time he was snoozing because Ian was driving. Possibly. No, he actually did most of the drive back uh -huh. home. Spoke oh, to Ian. Go. Yeah. Oh, really? Very good. Yeah, normally he has a snooze. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, yeah. while he's driving, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also we were also uh, this week at Leader CNC, um, and myself and Gio were looking at a, uh, a twin spindle turning centre, which has got the spindles um, facing you. Now, the guys there... Again, this is an audio programme. That wasn't a very good description, Paul. It's been you actually did that. Yeah. Again, well, and it's, a, it's, a, it's audio. <laughs> With, it's but almost you've got, like... You've got the two spindles facing you as opposed to them... Coming in from the left coming, and right. Coming in from the, the left and right. And what was what made us laugh when we were there is... Um, not your joke. Rob Prosser, great guy, known Rob for many years. He calls it a Dolly Parton machine. That's, he said they're actually yeah. called Why? Dolly Parton machines. Have you heard that? Does it yeah, sleep on its back? Well, it's it's the, a Dolly Parton machine because they've got... Uh, imagine yeah. Paul with two hands in front of him oh, and then grabbing hold of... So if you'd have said so that it, from it, the beginning, people would have gone... Got it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, I'd, I'd never heard that terminology before, oh, but yeah. he was um, this machine they've had, uh, and it was a cancelled order. It was going into a, an automotive company. These machines, when you've got the spindles facing you and you've got a turret, um, a turret on each spindle, they're real production centres. And what you can do is you can either do op one on one side and op two on the other, or you can do op one on 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 both, or you can. So you can. But the key to it is is balancing. The, the and what machine was that again, out. Paul? This is a DMC. A DMC. Yeah. Okay. Now, now this was an order they took from a company in Coventry for uh, the whole engineering project was around about three hundred thousand oh. pounds because it in included the the um, uh, all the engineering turnkey, it in included the stacker systems and so wow. forth. Now the order was cancelled. The company went into liquidation oh, and the order was cancelled uh, right at the last minute. Luckily, they'd taken quite a hefty deposit. 
So what it's enabled them now to do is to go, do you know what? Well, we've taken a big deposit on this machine, but we still need to sell it. We, we, we need to move it. So for, for the right application, me and Gio were talking about the applications that fit. But they're now moving this machine on or looking to move this machine on, bearing in mind without the engineering, for just over £100,000. Oh, wow. So wow. how's it loading? From, is it got a it's gantry? It's got a gantry. Loader. It's got so a gantry a like on a, the top. I'm thinking Takasawa. Oh, some years yeah. ago, we yeah. saw... Uh, 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 it was probably about three years ago we went out somewhere... Oh, where was it? A place in Coventry. It was a, a machine shop in Coventry and a very, very similar machine. The, uh, the Dolly Parton machine. We yeah. can't say that. Is that politically correct? Uh, well, they, they, well, basically, just over £100,000. And the way you have to look at this is with, with the two spindles and the two turrets, it's like having two machines. Yes. So you imagine how much it would cost you to buy two turning centres mm. and then automate both turning centres. So put a robot on both turning centres off and on. Is it that a gantry? Would be, Yes, it's got a gantry See, loader. See, I've seen this machine out in, in the... Yeah, it's, it, it's a gantry loader. Yeah. We'll put in, pick up, put in on the stackers. Um, quite a few companies do these machines. Um, there's the Murata, there's the CMZ that they've got, Ooh. which is slightly differently configured. But this particular machine for just over £100,000 is wow. a real, real steal. And we were looking at it like, well, if you did buy two single spindle lathes and you did buy two robots and you did try and get the, the lot communicating all together, it's going to cost you a lot more money Gosh, yes. um, than having something yeah. like this that sits in a small footprint. We did a podcast with Mike as well. Mike Shovanovsky, uh, I think that's the correct way to pronounce his name. And that that will be really good because it took it mike talks to us about his mike journey who, sorry mike um shovanovsky uh people know mike in the industry he's he's a he's a terrific guy he talked to us about his journey from when he started uh at cincinnati all those years ago back in the in the 60s i believe it was right the way through to today and what's changed in manufacturing and machine back, tools how, how old is, i don't i don't know person. how old is he he's 74 I say. he's wow. 74 mike and he's if you're listening by the way did paul pronounce, pronounce your it, yeah. surname correctly uh, comment below please yeah um the i, I know geo asked uh, mike <laughs> as well when we were there and uh, i think geo got it right during the the, the podcast that we did is, it, with is him. there an h in it Please God, does. Sh uh, it's I, I don't believe. think Gio. Not anymore. Right. No, no, there might be because I got it right. But um, it was, yeah, he, he's been on some journey, still working now, uh, you know, four days a week and one day at home. Fantastic. It's really good. And, and Mike is uh, he's such a good engineer and he's, 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 he's such a charismatic guy, really good at what he does. He is the antithesis of you then, Paul. He a is, good engineer, yes. fun guy, knows yeah. his stuff. Is he a mushroom? Whatever antithesis, if no, I can say it. Is he a mushroom? <laughs> Fungi. <laughs> Sorry. Terrible, terrible. That was okay, better well, that was better than Paul. Yeah, that was better than Mr. Now, um, Lindsay, tell us about your visit to ETG with yeah. um, Chloe. Um, yes, yeah, so Chloe and myself went to ETG. We met up with Mike uh, Jurdin, who was absolutely incredible on camera this guy he just i just went mike do you mind doing a video and he went yeah sure and just went straight to it incredible we did two stock machines a wt 100 and a wt 300 stock machines of what sorry um nakamura right, tomi yeah. machines so they're twin spindle twin turret um with a y-axis on the upper turret uh, large batch runs, small batch runs, really powerful machines. I mean, we've been out to so many companies that literally rave about these Nakamura, uh, Nakamura, Nakamura Tomy uh, machines. Um, what's interesting as well is the um, parts catcher that they have. So they have a parts catcher to get away, take away the remnant, but they also have the, I think it's called a G arm um, that takes the part off. And so if you want to run it 
unmanned, then you can, you know, put maybe like a rotorac, hydrofeed rotorac or something on the side of that and just leave it running and running and running. Mm. Really complex components as well. So you can do your short and your long batch runs. Mike's a real asset to ETG, isn't he? He's, he's, he's a brilliant engineer, another really good engineer. So <coughs> good, so good on camera as well. So, sorry, move over, Steve Brown, but uh, if you're listening, uh, so you Mike, you, Mike's... You're uh, implying that Steve's no good on camera. Uh, no, I'm saying Steve's great, but Mike is... Steve's championship, uh, Mike's premiership. He's very good. He's really he's always on those Nakamura's. Whenever I go yeah. to ETG, he's he always putting together a, a turnkey project or what have you, because, of course, that's what ETG sell a lot of their Nakamura's with turnkey Can solutions. Can I ask a really, really random question? No. Okay, if it's sensible. <laughs> Why have you got your sunglasses on, Paul? <laughs> so it's sunny outside today. Okay. <laughs> hot. It's going to be a hot weekend this weekend. Anyway, looking so forward, sorry to interject, looking but forward I, I to spending the majority like, of it in the uh, in the garden. Now on the, the MTD CNC website this week, we've had some um, uh, brilliant additions when it comes to videos uh, from uh, a few of the guys here. Sandvik Coromant, Joe's done some uh, good technical corners. We've had videos from Roskamac where they've invested in a, a Belia machine, a mill turn machine. Um, we've had videos uh, from Herco, uh, Lindsay, the tour you did with uh, David Waghorn, yeah, which was really a, a really good video at A&M Engineering. XYZ also, this was um, a really good video, actually, Lindsay, the one at uh, the company LNR Precision. Oh, yeah, what was his name? I cannot Elliot? No. Oh, Richard. The boss. Yeah, what's his Demchinsky. Demchinsky. Oh, Half an hour it took to... Yeah, I, d I didn't. D I'm joking. Oh, oh now we're taking. In, I'm interested <laughs> in the lathe on this one because yeah. the um this I've looked at the CT65 HD lathe with with Nigel Atherton on uh, a couple of occasions, and I always thought it was going to be a really good um addition to their portfolio. Big heavy duty machine, mm. uh, you know, great capacity, 65 mil you know, driven tools and uh, and yeah. so forth. But it, the control system, they were really impressed with, really weren't impressed they? With. The Siemens touchscreen control makes it so easy for them to program. Because yeah. they went from a, a manual stroke CNC yeah, he, machine. exactly XYZ, that. He went to, from a manual across to that machine. And he just, he just really loves it. He just said it's made his life so much easier, mm. making parts easier, quicker, um, higher batches. And it's just fit into the machine shop in such... Because a, sometimes a it's a bit of a challenge way. to go from, you know, just using a semi-CNC machine mm. up to something like that because you've got to fill it with the work. You've, you've, you've got to learn the no, best not, ways not to, these guys, to, to make parts. But obviously there mm. are... The, like Lindsay said, the, the touch screen and the programming was so easy and he can go from... He's not really doing all the milling because other guys are doing it, but he can switch between the two. And That's what they like, actually, yeah. about these machines is the fact Brilliant. that they can jump from different machines and, and bought, the programming is very very similar yeah, and they bought another mill from xyz because they've got so much work it was there's a log jam and it just made sense let's buy another one it's perfect for, for what so they've doing. got um they had a bottleneck so yeah. they had a larger machine you more say powerful bottleneck, i say log jam you say log <laughs> jam who <laughs> well we can have a vote who's who, who understands which one better but um so you've got a quite complex machine and then he had another xyz um, which was a f that he it's said minimal, look I'm it? putting all of my four axes work yep. on there and then I'm just putting my simple work to go on there and it was the right it, you know what when I said why did you go for this machine it was the fact that it was two week delivery time right time right place sea bills price everything Perfect. it was just timing everything was right for it over the pandemic as well uh, it, it, good uh, point for me to mention that I'm actually at XYZ uh, in August looking at a new twin spindle turning centre which they've oh. just launched it's just coming is that the oh. first one they've got in it, Range. It's the first one that's come into this country, yeah, that they, oh. they've got in their product range. So it's good. It's a good XYZ went into five axis, five axis machines with their um, UMC machine uh, about 
three, four years ago, maybe a bit longer, but that was that was a, a, a brilliant step towards There's some good videos online. Yeah, there, there well. is. That was that was that was great for the UK market. And um, a lot of XYZ users wanted to move into five axis, but trusted XYZ and wanted to, to take their journey with XYZ. And they were now able to do that with the five axis. Uh, and there's a lot of installations out there, like you say, Lindsay, that we've we've looked at, too. Yeah. But now they will be able to offer their customers and people that, that that aren't using XYZ at the moment, a twin spindle machine. So I'm thinking, just want to clarify, twin spindle, so it's going to be fixed head? Be fixed head, twin, twin spindle, spindle, twin turret? Uh, I believe it's a single turret, but In I'm, fact, I'm not 100% certain th- until I, I get okay, down to see it. But um, it will be it will be great to see. And I and I think it just really adds that that extension to XYZ's portfolio, which some of their customers are now requiring for, for one-hit machining. So you've gone through some of the videos and things like that. One thing I want to mention is we, we um, caught up with MSC this week who supply lots and lots of products, but it's not just about those products. It's about almost, I know you can't hug people, but embracing the engineer now and providing the whole solution for an application at their machine shops. But they've got the MSC Milmax, which we've done a video on, which has been really well received. Basically, you're tap testing your spindle and your tool, and it means you can run basically faster, more efficiently. You can increase your feed rates, your, your speeds and things like that. And whereas before, if you had chatter, you'd, sort of dial it down a bit this system means you can actually dial it up and do it safely and it it's a it's a great you need to see the way it works it's got a cockpit and then like a um an accelerator so it shows the green areas where you can pump that speed those speed and feeds rates right up what i'm alluding to very in a, in a very long way is they've got a great example of one they've been out to recently where they're doing a thousand castings a year up to three thousand castings a year this is they've tap tested this um the, the tooling doubled well half the cycle time basically they improved the surface finish and it's just an absolutely fantastic result do you know what i like in it we we had um yeah uh, good good uh, catch up with the guys earlier on in this week and what i like an msc to and, and some of the principles that they're trying to put across to the market now is going back probably two decades ago maybe not even that um, engineering companies always used to have production managers, production engineers that used to undertake all the programming, the planning of projects and parts. And gradually these guys, for for reasons, skills, shortages and, and companies looking to streamline processes, have, have, have some companies have lost those abilities and they've lent on the machine tool suppliers mm-hmm. to be able to yeah. deliver those aspects. So the turnkey element. And that's why... The, the turnkey is such a buzzword within the machine tool industry and, and, and companies like ETG and, and, and all the guys we work with have applications engineers that can create and craft solutions. It's part of the cell as well, though. It's part of the cell, and it also yeah. means that the engineering company doesn't have to try and get the best out of the machine because they don't know it as well as the machine tool company. Now, now where I'm going with this is that MSC are very, very uh, into putting their arms around a company and not just doing what you've said, which um, is a great success, and that oh, product is brilliant, I but also... Looking at the business and going, you know, if you haven't got the skills to 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 maybe plan your work correctly, buy the right inventory, get the right tooling for the right part, or even drive your business forward in the right direction. If you, if you if you just want to 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 lean on a supplier that can provide you and put your arms around you in that way, then MSC are certainly that. It's not just but the products that they're supplying; it's the skill set. Paul, of their team. you know, if an engineer starts out, may you know, with their own business. 
I want to make these parts. They're working on the machine. As their business grows, they're doing less on the machine and then they're doing more kind of paperwork, admin. So they're not really doing the original job that they said they were going to do. How, how, where do they gain those skills? And of course, it's a daily basis. It's a learning curve for them. But they, they've got this whole new skill set to learn, to be able to run, to schedule, to, to do exactly what you're saying. Whereas another company who is specialist in it can come in, wrap their, their arms around yeah that person and then they can be doing more of what they want to do and what they got into the industry for you know it makes, do that you know what part. I mean it, is that it, what you're trying to say because I think that's yeah. quite important it's down to it's like when you it's run a, when you run a company you always want to employ people that are better than you Okay, I Thank failed, well, I failed miserably, yeah, but you know. Yeah. Um, but you, 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 do, you did that you, one. You went into you that. You want you want to do that because you want you need you know the, the the you should never be ashamed to say someone's better at something than I am. You want the best from everything, and one of the things I've always found with engineers and even um, my my dad's been in engineering and all his life, and he used to work with companies trying to help them be um, to win business and be more successful, but. Uh, Often they don't want to listen. They didn't want to listen. They think Sorry? that they... <laughs> <laughs> What's your dad's name again? <laughs> Mr. They, Jones. They, they, think that, they think that they know better. They think I that they know that. better. And, and yes. basically, uh, often they don't. And you need not, companies... Someone's take coming a step in back as you quite say, take a step back and let people mm. come and say, do you know what? Maybe you're not doing that in the right way. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they might have been doing this, making this component for 20 years. Technology has moved on massively since then. And they might not know. I mean, a very simple... And Example, tooling, they might have one supplier go, oh, this is the tool, but actually MSC have got a range, hundreds of different products, and their applications guys will say, actually, they're not just selling a, a tool, whatever it might be, an they've M-mill, got choice. They've got, and this one is perfect for this application, so they'll look at the application, and they've got the engineering knowledge and skills to, that comes to down to the, the, yeah. the guys that work They're not just well, a catalogue. So. No, they're, they're, they're but one thing as well, too. Lindsay, you said about, people coming in and, and they're not just sitting at the machine they, their business has grown and they've got to do all the software and the managing and things like that and that ties in with two things when i first joined mtd paul was out all day and filming and, and doing stuff. now you've got you, you're an md of over 20 or a company with over 20 people which i know that's but you've had to develop and grow and yeah. it's, you've had to look at other things and that's yeah. what engineers need to do that and that ties in with what i'm alluding to is another side of things is having your software and one of my customers is psl data track and they, you know, you go to engineers and they, they've been doing this for 20 odd years. How'd you do that quote? Or, oh, you know, back of, a fag, back of a fag packet. And this, their, their system is a it's all set. software it's system. Set. You do your quote, you do your processes, your status board, and everything like that, the whole way through the machine shop. And people need to embrace this technology, whether it's PSL, Datarack, or other production control software, because mm. it, it streamlines what they're doing what they're so they doing. can be at the machine yeah. doing what they what, love what they want to do i mean you're right we we employ 20 people here 19 of them are better than me um i'm <laughs> 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 uh, well, looking at lindsay lindsay's looking at me <laughs> no, which i don't really one is know it? what to say <laughs> uh, okay. I, I don't think there's a there is uh, anything to say other, other news <laughs> this week um good videos from Hass on the control which james leak did with Brilliant you lindsay video. he james leak is in uh, uh, an absolute expert at um, not just the Haas product, but presenting the, really the benefits good. and features as well. One um, good thing about the control, can I ask? Just no. one, okay. Uh, I t- I, no, I, the, the, I, c- I can tell you that the the control from the front end hasn't changed in many, yeah. many years. And this is the big point with Haas: is right. if you if you used to program a Haas 15, 20 years ago, 
you, you, could, you could still do it now. Obviously, a lot's moved on in, in inside the control to make it easier and more powerful. Yeah. Um, but in general terms, when you look at what a control looks like now compared to 20 Keep years ago. Keep it simple. Yeah. That's what well, you I fix exactly. it if it's not broken. Um, Dugard are now offering the Pinocchio range of, of Pinocchio, Pinocchio range, range of lathes, and these are like very that. well, very well established brand around the world. Now, Pinocchio. excuse my ignorance, are these the big sort of big uh, oil country lathes? Okay, yes, ah. flatbed uh, oh. solutions, conventional wow. machines, really good. It's, an, it's a good addition to their portfolio, actually. Uh, GM machinery have got the new v uh, Victor F seventy six that's been launched. Uh, I don't know much about that machine, but we'll be finding out more when we go to but um, Victor. So for those who don't know, Vertical Machining Centre okay, of yep. sorts. Yep. Um, and also, uh, we've got new machines on the horizon from Herco, which again was another video that um, Lindsay did with Love those Dave, controls, Caffeine Engineering. We, we, yeah. we went to see Caffeine Engineering. Charlie, it started out a few, well, end of 2020, middle of COVID, got his Hercos. What does he like about them? The controls. Absolutely, and to win, uh, and the guys at Milton CNC rave about them. On an, onto a winner with their software. And uh, next week we are at Superstar Components, Blue Diamond. Uh, the 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 job we were supposed to do on Monday this week, mm. which we got postponed because we thought we were going to have a bank holiday, which unfortunately we didn't. Some of uh, us did. Melbora Engineering in Luton, Marla Tooling. Uh, we're at Soditech. We're at Lister Bearings. I'm back at Matsura speaking to Dom about a new machine which is going to be launched at an event in September, and we're at DC Swiss as well doing a case study. Um, it busy. Has, busy, busy, yeah, busy. A busy week. Um, and, of course, uh, yeah, lots to see next week. And uh, you're doing the SWARF special slider, which is an, an acronym. And um, an acronym, that's going to be coming to the channels on an August the 1st. Acronym. Acro it's a, an acronym, but it's not an acronym. It's a, an alliteration. It's an alliteration. And Put next week, I promise, below, I will... And I'll, say, Paul, you're a fool. Next week, I will come prepared with a, a better joke. I did have another one, but I'm, I'm not even going to take don't, the risk. Like, I'm not I even going to take the risk. Um, what have we learned this week? Well, we've learned never to rely on England winning as <laughs> anything yeah, as a come team. On. We've got to give them some respect. They got to the finals. They did. They, they did get to the finals. Let's give them credit for outwitted that. at the end, unfortunately. Um, we trust in the government uh, as they're lifting restrictions on Monday. So let's look forward to that. Oh. And did you know to close that we're now closer to next Christmas than we are last Frightening, isn't it? How quick does oh. it go? Do you want more Christmas present list? <laughs> no, I dread to think what's on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. X rated. <laughs> I think we need to finish there. Yes. <laughs> uh, on that note, thanks for joining us, guys. Um, uh, join us for another one, same time next week, six o'clock on Friday evening. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.